Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I don't, I don't like the funny voices, actually. Stop it, then. Hello. Well, it's, what I didn't the want fuck to... was that? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? All right, then. Let's have a non-funny voice. Hello. Hi, Wel Paul. Welcome to the pod with Paul and Guy. It's called That's Just Ridiculous. But that's a funny voice. Don't put a funny voice on. Just say, good to have you back on the pod. Good tobacco have... <laughs> good tobacco have you got? Guy. Yeah, good tobacco have you got? That's just ridiculous. Yes, that's just ridiculous. All right. With we're here now. and pie. We're, we're in the room. We are. In the room. We are actually in the room today. We are. It's evening tide. Yes. Guy has his casual plaid shirt on open to the neck with a few tufts of hair sticking casually no that's the microphone no no that's there that's hair guy i no, can no, see no, it okay, not like collish or he likes a good what i call the welcome mat yeah the rug <laughs> the rug like the, the 70s rug yeah that you do get some gentlemen sport effortlessly do you depilate say again sorry do you depilate that means do you cut... I've shaved, I shaved my chin. That's depilation, isn't it? Yeah, on the, on your body, I meant. On my body. <laughs> What's yeah, no, part of know, my body? Well, any part. And the question is, do oh, you I've do just it? told you on my chin. But nowhere else. My head. But nowhere below the neckline. No, never. That's very nice. Unreconstructed gentleman. Do you do that? Yeah. Do you, what, did you shave your knacker bag? <laughs> You know, this is the pod pool. Keep you it asked the question. I'm, I am. I actually meant on your chest. You shave your chest sometimes. Is that weird? Very. Really? I think so. I thought it was quite de rigueur. God. Do you know what that means? I, not in the context of shaving your chest. No. <laughs> it's de weird, actually. <laughs> I don't think it is. Young men do it all the time. Well, if, if, you, if you see if you see football players and they take off their shirts at the end of the match or even in it, sometimes there's never a hair to be seen. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, guy, if you had to do it yourself and that's what you did, what would happen is that you'd come walking towards somebody in the in the in the showers and you'd be hairless. And as you in walk, the showers. And as you walk, what, what showers are these? In the football thing that oh, you were talking about. Yeah. And then as you walk past, they'd look round and you'd be completely covered in hair at the back because you couldn't reach round to get your hair off. So that's just not going to work for anyone, is it? There's a service in London you can go and have it done. Wax. Well, I expect there is, yes. You can have a lot of things done in London. In London? Doesn't mean in, you go up in, in London. In, in, you mean Billy Lardy, in London they drink coffee. <laughs> she goes, would you like another cup of tea, Billy? And he goes, in London they drink coffee. That guy, you know what I mean. In London they drink coffee. They do things in London that we don't no, do here. In London they drink They do it over here, there, but we don't do it what here. What do you think of the BBC? Sorry? What do you think of the BBC? In what way? In any way. And the reason I asked Paul is because I don't know whether you know, it's in a way quite sad that you don't, that it was the podcast awards were given out this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid we didn't... We didn't win. We were not mentioned. We didn't win. We were not mentioned. But they had on Radio 5 Live a little article about it, a mm. little piece about it. And... They were talking to the people who did win a thing called the Rachel Bland Award, which she was a journalist who died of cancer quite recently. And while she died, while she was dying... She podded her death. Yeah, no, not quite podded her death. She podded her illness. And it was called Me and the Big C. 
pretty sure it's called that. And it became a very popular podcast and they pushed it and pushed it and they talked about it a lot on Radio 5 Live. She was their mate, obviously. And now her husband has made a prize for podcasts which I think are to do, you know, to do with, with, with medical matters. And they had the winners on and there was something about it that really annoyed me. Uh, the, 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 the winners were... Is this sour grapes about us not winning the podcast? No, it's not award. really. Actually, I'm, try- I'm going to make an- I'm going to make another point altogether. What they said was was that we've got we've got we've got them on. Because I can I just say something? I don't give a flying fuck about the podcast award. You would if we'd won it. I don't care, guy. Okay, all right. So they I had, do so, not care. So, and so these, I'm not doing this for awards. Okay. So they had these three women just as on. well. I they know. had these three women on mm. who had done a podcast. I think it's called Surviving Addiction. Okay, and they were young women. And they were being given the, the Rachel Bland prize. Mm. And they got them on the phone and they, pr- they pretended that they had them all on the phone, that they were going to break the news that they had won on the phone. Mm. Which immediately my kind of bullshit detector... You How know, do you know they uh, pretended? What? How do you know they were Because if you had put, if, if you had put, uh, if we had been rung up by Five Live, said, can we have me and Paul, can, can we have the two of you on the line? I would have said, this can only mean one thing. Why are, they, why are they going to have to talk to talk to the two of us on Five Live on the day of the podcast awards? And they made the people. They don't. If they made the people, they went along with it. The girls, the women, went along with it really well. And then they got said, "Oh, well, you do, I, I don't know whether you know, but you know, we're, we're going to tell you now." In fact, Steve Bland, her husband, came on and said, "I'm really happy to tell you that um, that you've won the the uh, Rachel Bland Prize." And then they did that annoying thing that happens on the BBC, where they have a kind of fake joy squealing. Do you know that thing you hear on Radio 1 a lot where, where they jump up and down and it's a kind of fake jollity. It's just like they knew they were going to win. You grumpy old girl. No, and they forced them into this play acting, which I didn't like at all. God, this They is should have so said, great. when they said you've won, they should have said, they said, and they said, what do you feel about that? They should have said, well, we knew perfectly well we'd won. You're obviously, why do you think you've rung us up to tell us we'd lost? So I didn't like that. Well. And then they started chatting to them a bit. And um, it was called Surviving Addiction. And they said, that, that, that they, they said, well, what's it about? And one of the women said these two sentences, her first two sentences. Her first sentence was, at the end of the day, everyone's human. And I thought, how can someone with that level of, 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 of <laughs> with that level of thought <laughs> delivery win a fucking podcast? At the end of the day, everyone's human. But, you know, I'm nice, I'm tolerant. I listened in they, and the other ones all talked. Have you never listened to football commentators? Yeah, and then she went back Hi. and they came back to her and she said, addiction and mental health does not discriminate. And I thought, fuck this. You know, these are the, our leading podcasters and they're saying things like addiction and mental health don't discriminate. It's so weak. It was so... It, I just thought, and I thought, wow, wee, wee, me and wee, Paul wee. are never going to win in this. If these are the rules, we are never, ever going to win. No, we're win. not. That's not what we're doing here. Then they said, are you doing anything on May the 18th? This is quite good. Let's move off this. And uh, 
they said, uh, I think, I don't know, why? They said, because that's the day of the awards and we'd like you to come to London's West End to, I don't know where it was, the Grosvenor Hotel, and we'd like you to be at the awards ceremony. And Steve, Steve Bland, is going to give you the award live on stage. Live on stage. And they went, oh, and they, you know, trilled away how happy they were about it. And I thought, this is a great opportunity now for one of them to say, great, up in the West End, get an award. Let's get on it and get down and get absolutely <laughs> fucking blackened. <laughs> Guy, they're not going to say called, that. It's called, it's, is it called ending addiction or surviving addiction? And I just thought they were so... They didn't say anything, Paul, that you don't hear any, you know, any kind of medium pace mind come up with. And I, and I, and I felt that's kind of what the BBC do, isn't it? They, they, they encourage kind of mediocre thought not always not on all not not not, not all of it but particularly, by particularly the way, on the phone-ins and things like that the people they just churn out can this. I, I look guy you, you did ask me what i think of the bbc before you started going off on one about the fucking podcast awards to be honest i don't care but go well on, then you go neither do i what the fuck are you on about but anyway i'm going to answer your question what i think about the bbc what can you expect okay from a government organ right well, I just think that they encourage real, really dull. It's not quite dull, is it? It's, it's like... They don't want you to think, guys. Such guy. a blandness. Yeah. And, you know, these, they had three women on, and it's surviving addiction, and surely we can make some kind of... Just joke about it. Have a little bit of fun about it. Yeah, we've got to open some champagne, girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chop them out. <laughs> <laughs> you're winners. You're fine. You're on it tonight. Exactly. And they're worthy. Yes. That's what they are. They're worthy. And it's what I, I think, because like. I'm so skeptical, I think essentially dishonest, but I'm sure they're not. Maybe they're not dishonest at all. Maybe they've struggled with their addictions and they've struggled with everything to get where they are. And maybe what you refer to as blandness and, at the every, and, a, and, and, and at a lack the of focus, guy. Let, just a second. Maybe that's what speaks to the majority of people because people need to hear something comforting, right. something that applies to the, the vast majority of people. And they don't want things that challenge them and they don't want to be annoyed and, and harassed by the likes of us. And I can't say I blame them. No, yeah. And at the every, at that's the what end, the BBC and is. And at the end of the day, it mollifies. It's, it, it mollifies people. It does, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It pours oil on any... Radio is the what of the masses. It's no, the... podcasts are the what of the masses. It's, don't know. Dribble. <laughs> the dribble out of the lunatic's mouth, the corner of the I lunatic's mouth. I don't know mouth. what it is, Paul, but it, 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 you know, and I thought, they probably didn't even listen to our podcast. Fuckers. Guys, so upset. No, I'm sure. didn't win no, the I'm podcast sure. awards. What the fuck, no, guy? I'm, I'm sore. Do you think we got any votes? I never got a vote. We got one vote. I voted for us. Did you vote? I would you never didn't, vote. did you? No. Fucking traitor. I would never vote for my own thing. Maybe I didn't. I think, it, I think I did. Of course I fucking voted. For us. Yeah. So we got two votes. Lots of people voted for us. Actually, they didn't say how many votes they got, which made me think they didn't get very many votes. Otherwise, they would have said... An know, amazing number a, of votes. Yeah, an yeah, amazing yeah. number of votes. They didn't say anything... They probably got three. Fuck, we were so close. <laughs> Guy, you know... Then there were three of them. That's why they beat got, us. There got, were three of them and only two of us. Could be. We've got to get some more people in the podcast we and are we'll the wrong, fucking you know, walk it. You know, we're not, you know, we're not flavour of the month at the minute. I understand that, Guy. We're the wrong... We're, so much about us is wrong. Really? Yes. White, middle-aged men, Guy. Who the fuck... 
How is anyone going to vote for us? Actually, we... funny enough, they were talking about Simon Ar- Armitage, who has made the Poet Laureate this week. Yeah. And they and the guy said it's it's a pretty incredible achievement. I think Simon Arm- Armitage is a good poet, actually. Yeah. He's a good writer. But they did say, what uh, Andrew Motion said, what's the extraordinary thing about this is that he's white, middle-aged uh, and, a ma- and male. Yeah. And that it's, it's, it's pretty incredible that they didn't give it to someone who wasn't the above three mentioned things even though he was white middle-aged and male when he had it yeah yeah he was yeah he's quite bland Andrew he's Motion is rubbish me. i never really liked his poetry pants he's he only deep... got anywhere because he sucked up he looks like a bum hole he was right. a... he called him philip on the uh, on, the, on the interview of actually. course my friend philip yeah, i saw him say that i can't stand motion he's rubbish so there are he's elements of philip correctly philip. named in my view andrew <laughs> Why are we having a go at everything today? This is not called cool, The Sour Grapes episode. Yeah, No, it's not. We've got to brighten it up. Come on, Guy. We've got to brighten it what up. What do you really want to win? Oh, I don't know. The love of a fair maiden. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know what else you want to win, Guy. And then after... I know what you want to win. What? The recognition of the Lord. No, the Lord himself. To say... Guy, you didn't do badly. Daddy. 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 Daddy, are you there? (laughs) Daddy. (laughs) Daddy, daddy, daddy. (laughs) That's not you, daddy. Anyway, no, it's getting grim today. Can we not do something else? I heard that uh, fashionable gym wear is the, is the current trend in clothing, and I just wondered whether you were going to... I know you like to dress... Check me out. Rather naturally. Check me out today. Will you be buying some fashionable gym wear? I've already have on the, on the eBay. Have you? Yeah, it's all on its way. <laughs> well, I started with these, this pair of... Um, um, what? What are you going to pull out? Oh, this my, my trousers. No, they're my shorts. Cause you, you know, buy I've them got, on the internet? Yeah, I bought these on the internet. They're cool, aren't they? Are they army issue, are they? These are a copy of... Uh, World War II trousers. Paul got drunk and acted out for bought <laughs> military clothes on the internet with blind drunk at two in the morning. I couldn't remember what I bought. In the morning he said, Guy, I've been acting out. I said, Oh yeah, tell me about it. And he said, I've been buying military clothes on the internet. <laughs> and then the next really day, drunk. the next day, uh, uh, a fairly good pair of shorts which I'm wearing now, a quite good weird suit thing that. <laughs> German soldiers used to wear to clean their weapons, apparently. It was, it was a very internet arrival because it was a huge box with about four things right at the bottom. They and then, to do and that. then two really massive jackets, which are going to have to go back, which are enormous. And a German naval cap, which we've still got, actually. <laughs> and I want to keep that, I like that. Yeah. It actually fits me, so I'm going to put that you know, to good use later. Where are you going to wear that? On my boat, where do you think? Oh, I think you're going to make Glastonbury. Oh, that's not a bad idea. With oh, a dress. What, what a cliche you have become. Oh, fuck off. No, I'm sorry. You're just jealous, Guy. You're in a really gr- he's in a really grumpy mood today because... Shall I tell them why? Yeah, you can. Because Guy forgot... <laughs> Guy forgot. <laughs> he was getting all these tickets for Glastonbury because he lives in Pilton. If you don't know that already, now you do now. And he forgot to get his own for the house. <laughs> so him and, well, I'm not going to say who else, but a couple of the tickets have been overlooked. Basically, the most important ones. So he's in a fucking stinking mood right now. Yeah, I don't, it looks like I'm not going to go to the party. But what we've decided is that I'll just stay at home. Base camp. Yeah. I'm happy to do that, I've told you already. To be honest, I've never been over there when I've not wanted to be at home. It's only the fact that you haven't got the ticket that's going to make you want to go. Yeah. 
I need to get over that. Mm. Anyway, for all the many people who I've said, see you there, I'll be there, look forward to it. Sorry, folks. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Come by my house. <laughs> mm. It'll be better here anyway. Yeah. Especially if it's raining. Yeah, some Tom Petty on the... Uh, Tom Petty. On the iTunes. Yeah, listening to Tom Petty. Yeah, so what were you going to talk about? Anyway, so you had all these things you wanted to talk about, I've you told me. I said it, I've, I've talked out. What, is that it? Yeah. Well, about the podcast awards. For fuck's sake. We, don't, we very rarely bring anything, I very, in fact, almost never say, I want to talk about something. But today we've done it and it's been an abject failure. <laughs> <laughs> we, must so never do that. we must never do notes again. No, well, God, Guy, I did yeah. warn you about that, didn't I? Mm. We never do notes. And Guy's got about five things i can see them from here five things angrily scribbled on the inside of a book yeah but at the end of the day everyone's human it didn't work addiction and mental health do not discriminate oh Guys, my god what an amazing thought what Guys, an incredible will you hold on stop going on about it? what an what an incisive thought i must listen to that podcast if she can think sentences like that then wow oh, what a gold sour line grapes about I've somebody else's podcast yeah. sour grapes guy i've already explained to you why people like it mm. What do you always say for every pot of lid? Mm-hmm. Just because... Yeah, but so few lids fit our pot. Because we're Le Creuset. <laughs> <laughs> really old ones. Yeah. Oh, you can't, yeah. can, you can't get any more. The vintage Le Creuset of pods. We can't get any more, yeah. yeah right. there, are, there are lids and there are pods. Right. For every, every pod, pod a, a lid. lid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want a cigarette. Yeah. Dill... Dylan! Oh, God, where is he when you want him? We're going in, Guy. Yeah. We'll get, we, but we are, at the minute, going into a world where nothing makes sense. Does it, well, what do you mean going into? I've been abiding in it for about 30 years. Abiding? <laughs> Abide with me. Some things make sense. What? Well, language makes sense. It cannot take that from me. They can't. Well, how would you be? What about dementia, guy? I don't think, fucking oh, yeah, tempt fate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how would you be under torture? Under torture? Yeah. Depends what kind of torture you've got in mind. <laughs> the nasty kind. No, 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 no. Just let's they've be taken, open-minded. They've taken There's you. lots of different kinds of torture, guy. No. I'm talking about the nasty kind. The, they've taken you... Guy, this is a grim pod. Stop going on about torture and horrible things. All right, okay. Talk about something nice. What about the nice kind of torture where... You're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, let's withdraw that remark. <laughs> too late. You resemble it too much. What about, you know... Oh, we've gone on about that, though, haven't we, before? What? CBT. Can... Can but what is it? Well, it does stand for compulsory bike test and uh, Spidio, cognitive behavioural therapy. Okay, and that's what's like. That's when they you look at a photograph and they like and they like electrocute you. No, that's just aversion therapy. No, cognitive behavioural therapy is when they make you understand where you're going wrong and then you change your your behaviour. Oh yeah, and you understand. And then you triggers. go back to the original behaviour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you start acting about out. Two weeks later, and the other one is cock and ball torture. Right. We, I'm sure we've talked about this, haven't we? No, well, it's not subject that I've ever thought about, to be honest. I've never done anything I, I, along those lines. I know lines. a lady who does that. I've done some stupid things. I know a lady who does that for a living. What? what? In California. Oh, right. She's a madam. And not she, really a madam, she's a dominate, She's uh, dominatrix. Right. 
Is this suitable for the pod, Paul? I don't know, Guy. Is it? I'm not sure it is, actually. What she does, and she, you, you, the, the, the client lies down, she puts pins in there. She has a special bottles. dungeon which looks like a laboratory or perhaps a, a Swiss clinic. Oh, Paul, this is your... I can and see she how you're and into this. And she ties them onto this... She ties them onto this thing, onto this gurney, and everything's stainless steel, and she comes in a little, like, a Richard Prince nurse outfit, and then she proceeds to... And when I say torture, Guy... I mean, the kind of torture that you and I would dread... We'd talk under. We would talk way before they got to that. <laughs> I mean, they just things like... You know the thing? Let's, the thing that comes down the front, you've got the things at the back, right? The two things at the back. She will get hold of one of them in a clamp and tighten the clamp up until you're squealing in agony and then insert a needle all the way through. Right, OK. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. Extreme torture. Mm -hmm. And men pay her to do that. Not me. Men pay her to do it. <laughs> Not I. What kind of man would want that? Well, the, that that is an interesting question. An idiot? <laughs> <laughs> she says it's control freaks. Right. That's what they get driven to in the end, you see, you control freaks. People who are in control of every aspect of their life can't bear to be in any fucking situation where they're not the master of everything. They are driven into her arms. And she said, unfortunately, by the time they reach her, they're so wealthy and so desperate. Somebody has to do something. And she does the twin, she does the twin thing. She, she alleviates them of their money and she gives them the pain they need. Right. God. What a fucking gig. Yeah. Would you think it's a nice job? She loves it. <laughs> I personally wouldn't like that. What? You wouldn't like being the, the giver or the taker or either? Either. You well, don't want any involvement in that? No, I wouldn't like to do that. But would you, money. But would you, would you invest in it? No. It's unethical. What's unethical about that? Well, it just doesn't feel right. It's it? a bit sick. Because yeah. what happens is, I think, is those people... Barry's done really well. He's got, he bought shares really early in the ball torturing game. Let's drill down, guys. Let's drill down into it. You should see his house. Let's drill down into it a little bit. <laughs> also, I don't know no, the story because no one puts a pin right through. Guy, like, I'm telling you, that that's what sense. she does. She knows exactly how to do it, no. what width of pins to use, how far to go in, all the rest of it. She's a technician. Everything's super clean. But, Guy, do you know why that happens? Do you know why it happens? Do you, know why those, what? do you know why those guys want that? You just told me. No, I haven't told you everything. Because in their daily lives, through their control they're and their behaviour, they're doing it to everybody else. And so they need to make amends. It's a deep-seated well, need. Well, those kind of blokes don't normally need to make amends to me. They like are very happy being incredibly shitty to everyone around them. And what's the fucking problem? <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're well, big businessmen. Obviously, obviously they don't tell you everything, do they, Guy? If you know a few of these people, well, they're not telling you everything. Can't say I, I know very many. No, no. It's and a bit like these guys, you know, these these evangelists, and everything. We're going about the homosexuals, and then they all find, you know, then the next thing, they got they got caught, you know, with, taking up the with the lad, mm. with the office junior, mm. in in the in the photocopy room or whatever mm. it is. Bible these days. studies in Bible studies, mm. and it's just it's not it's so it's so but fucking common. It's not even know, a joke anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. This is the world we live in. It's a terrible world that you're depicting tonight. Fucking great, isn't it? Yeah. You started with the Pod Awards. 
with the nepotism of the BBC. Not nepotism. It's not nepotism. It's about let's pick something that is just like the, ed- the edge is in sight, but we're so far back from it. And they are really going to put into... I can't talk about it again. They're going to put into words... Why are you talking about it again? Our kind of dullest thoughts. And then we can all go, oh, bless. That's the sort of the English sentimentality. God loving. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh lovely. Bless. Oh. Yeah. It'd be good to do, to do the addiction recovery podcast. <laughs> Clearly out of it. Really close. <laughs> so we're really glad to be off it. <laughs> we're both really glad we're off it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, guy. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. How many minutes are we in? The fuck knows. No, I'm talking about them, not us. What the hell, yeah. <laughs> fuck it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just give him, give him another ring. Yeah. Give him another ring. Where is he? <laughs> Where is the fucker when you need him? But anyway, no, we live in a light. We're, we're, what we are heading towards, Guy, throughout all... For it's this, the Rachel Bland Award. No, through that the smoke. That is what we're heading for. Through the smoke and, and, and misery yep. and darkness... Is what? ...and satanic mills of our discussion today mm-hmm. is the sunny uplands of... of of what? Of, re- of enlightenment, because that's what those people represent but don't deliver. See, the BBC are offering something which they don't deliver, and that's... People, what they do is they don't see what the delivery end is, they just see what's being offered. That's how religion works. No religion ever failed by offering too much. They, they only fail when people demand to see the securities. What's so, the, what do you mean by that? I mean that you can offer fucking anything. We used to call it promise the earth, deliver nothing. It's in what? In the art world? In anything. It's a, fa- it's a fabulous fucking um, uh, formula for, for success. Promise the earth, deliver nothing. Absolute nonsense, Paul. <laughs> All the people who are successful I, who I know, and I don't know many, but I know some, deliver a lot. Who are they? Well, look at yourself. I'm the exception that proves the rule, guy. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not that successful. No, all writers who are any good. If you deliver too much, then they, they think you're sucking up and they think you're too easy. Unfortunately, not Paul. I think if you'll you deliver find... too much, they make lots of money out of it and you all do really well. No. It's under-delivery, I think, that is the issue. <laughs> under-delivery. <laughs> With me. But we're, going, we're putting that right. I'm about to go away and I'm about to... Uh, to bring back a book. I'm going to go out. Guy's going into, out. Where do I go? I go into the jungle of... You go into the nether regions. Of something and I return. Dark, you go into the dark of your own and unconscious I return, mind, I return guy. weather-beaten. You go up up the river. The blasted face. Up the river of your own unconscious into the darkest uh, when you place. Say, uh, I go up somewhere, that's for certain. Up, up your own arse. <laughs> where does no, it I'm come bring from? Back a blinder this time. Where does it come from, Guy? I, I think fear or shame or desperation. Uh, I think yeah, fear of being, of being completely ignored, shame at not being good enough. They're the two main drivers when I turn in a book. Is just like, I, if I don't do this, I basically can't show myself even in my own mirror, let alone in a party in London. And it's better not to even try. Can't do that. That's not an option. Well, in some in some ways, I think if you're an artist, that's not that's what makes an artist. You can hold off for a, a year or two, but you can't you can't hold back the tide forever. You've got to do something about it eventually. Yeah, finally, just the fear and the shame uh, drive me to get down to it and, and desire. Don't you think desire comes into it? Yeah, a desire to make something. Yeah, well, yeah, to do something good. Yeah, to do something half decent. Yeah, half in a world of shit. Yeah, half decent, half decent. That'd be good. Half decent. Guy, you've done half decent things before. Oh, you've done decent you. things. Thank you. Lovely thank you. things. 
Just because people don't want to pay any money for it, that doesn't mean it's not any good. What do you mean? <laughs> You've got to actually. Uh, don't need to know. I don't want to talk about this. Paul has a book. I think it's no a guy. Book. We've already discussed this. Okay, all right. Why do you want to talk about Paul's that anyway? Tender book. What's wrong with my book? Your volume. It's a very good book. There's another word for it. For it. What is it? A little um, book of poems called. It's called a, a pamphlet. No. Oh, a missile. I can't quite get it. It's like it's sort of anyway. It's a little tiny opus. Guys, actually quite a long Ep- epigraph. Is it what is an epigraph? An epigram. Oh no, an epigraph. A monograph. Monograph. What's a monograph? Well, it's something that one person writes on one subject. Right. Okay. Paul's monograph, entitled. It's not on one fucking subject. Yeah, it's on loads it, it, of subjects. No, no. Don't break my glasses. It's called Don't Be So. Is it really? Yeah. Ah, dot dot dot. A very pregnant phrase. Don't, Don't be, be so. so. Dot dot dot. How many dots? Three. Why? Is that significant? Well, I would have thought so. Shall I tell you a poem from Don't Be So? Yes. It's called Roving Eye. All right, okay. One day, my eyeball found some extra torque, popped his socket and went out for a walk, patrolled along below the ankle level, ignored coercions there to see no evil as being quite unfair, preferring then to see what's really there, looked up ladies' skirts and down some interesting holes, popped into a bank vault for a laugh, Saw some somewhat compromising photographs belonging to a peer. Next time, I'm going to send my ear. Very nice, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Shouldn't it have been up some holes? No, Guy, it's, you've got that wrong. You said, you, what is it, just that, what's that line again? But no, no, actually, I missed out, barreled down an air conditioning pipe, secret installations there to snoop. And looked into a bank vault for a laugh. But anyway, you get the, you get the gist. It was not about looking look, up. Look up, look. Down, up some skirts the wrong and down kind, some holes. No, down some very interesting holes. Right. It's not about that. Okay, I'm sorry, I misread that. Well, obviously, I, you were, no, what happened, Guy, was you were mis... How did the world... You, what's the word? <laughs> How did... You were misdirected by my skill. <laughs> <laughs> very, very deftly. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad. <laughs> very deftly, Guy. I don't know what it is about your poetry, Paul. Well, you hate it. No, not at all. No, I adore it. I adore your poetry. <laughs> We must have more on the pod. If you want more, more poor, poor poetry, we're going to make a separate pod. <laughs> the poetry of Paul. The poetry of Paul Fryer. Maybe that could that would probably win the Rachel Bland Award. <laughs> and what have you said? My poetry is bland. I've only just realised it now. She's called Bland. Bland, exactly. Oh, fucking hell. Because she did because, because I know her as a as a as a voice. Actually, she was a lovely woman. I'm not trying. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to be rude about uh, Rachel Bland. No, well, don't be then, you fucking wanker. That's the award that I have That's a enough. with. And Steve, her husband. Another man, Steve. You're always just stop running people down. Stop